0: episode 161 of smart enough to know better we're a podcast of science comedy and ignorance i'm dan Beeston. i'm greg Waugh. and in this episode of smart enough to know better i'm gonna teach you to see clearly i'm gonna find out the best nights for sexy time and
1: x why and also you swing me right round baby right
0: round then you leave me alone oh that's a bit sad but before we get to those esoteric subjects, <laughs> what has happened to you this week in science, Mister Warr? Uh,
1: it's been a it's been a whole thing, hasn't it, Dan? Since last time we've talked, good lord, the world has um changed. Uh,
0: <laughs> to put it lightly, yeah. What happened? <laughs> what do you mean? What happened? Is this that Beetlejuice thing? Did that did that spark off? Well- that's that's what i was worried i was like
1: did i do this did i do this um, hey, hey universe do something terrible to us and it's like all right buddy but you you won't see which way it's coming i speak of course of covid19 hooray Woo. covid19 all right what's this about <laughs> don't be like that so as everyone knows the whole world seems to have well no literally it's, it's a pandemic Seems to have yeah it's it's a pandemic kids and uh, yeah, it's this thing that's not great. It's a disease. And it's it's so weird being in Australia with it because it's like being in a time machine because Australia is always a little bit behind everyone and everything. So, like, China's just like coming out the other end, maybe. And Korea is like in the middle of it. And Italy is well in the middle of it. And Britain's about to get its butt kicked. And America looks like it's about to get its butt kicked. And Australia's like, no, we'll start go to Bondi Beach. It's fine. It's really weird, but I'm sure our listeners will know about it. This, it's the whole,
0: I uh, hope I can, sh- I hope I can edit this podcast quickly because yeah. these facts are going to change. yeah
1: Oh no, I know. Before I know. it's we're, out. No, we're, well, we're filming, filming People this. We'll listen this, to this, it on
0: this, Wednesday and go Bondi Beach. No, that fell into the sea. When did they record this? <laughs> that's
1: right. So that's really weird. I thought Bondi had been enveloped by the demon hordes at that point. <laughs> the Battle of Bondi. How, where were you guys for that? Yes, so we're recording this on the 21st of the 3rd. So we, I, if, you have to date stamp things now. It's, that's how fast this is moving along. And it's even weirder for me. I'm in Western Australia. You're in the Smart Enough to a Better comedy bunker on the east coast of Australia. And I'm in the Smart Enough to a Better comedy blend on the Western
0: Australia. Yeah.
1: So... Yeah,
0: which are both uh, at sea level.
1: Which are both at sea level. <laughs> which, which at sea like, level. it will not launch. The comedy blimp only gets about two metres off the ground. That's its operational ceiling at this point. And I mean the top of the blimp is two metres off the ground. Like, the bottom is,
0: like... Yeah. You,
1: I, have to be, I have to dig a trench. You can't
0: socially them. isolate in that blimp. Well,
1: technically, by landing, the capola goes so deep into the ground, no one can get to me. Ah. Yeah, I thought this through. Yeah, we're, we're separated. And, and being in Western Australia... I'm actually more isolated than you from it. We're we're like a week behind you, and you're like two weeks behind Britain. Britain's like two weeks behind Italy. Anyway, the point of this is it's a whole thing. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. So we're not going to give any advice, of course, because we're not stupid, and (laughs) we shouldn't be giving advice. If you want advice, go to the World Health Organization for COVID-19. Who? And – that's so very good. Well Thank you. done. Thank you very and much.
0: That's exactly. that's our input into this yeah, subject.
1: <laughs> but we will put a link down the bottom uh, of the show notes to go there. Or like if you're American, the CDC or the Australian government if you're Australian or the British government if you're a British. You get the idea. Go find some reputable sources because we're not it, and neither's Twitter and neither's Facebook. Okay, everyone, that's great. Thanks. But I do want to say a few things about it. I saw a lot of people yelling about hoarding things like toilet paper. That's a big one. We, you know, toilet paper and pasta and and all that sort of good stuff. And people like, why are they being so stupid? It's not a butt disease. It's a respiratory disease and all the rest. And so I looked into it. I I was, I didn't know the answer. So I looked into it and the psychology of it seems to be that when people start experiencing social isolation, which, you know, we're going to start washing your hands, social distancing, social isolation, there's a level of uncertainty and you want control over things and you want to be able to control something. Being able to control non-perishables in your house is a really good thing to do. That's what, That makes you feel better. So, toilet now, paper, Or at
0: least you, it, it feels like it would make you feel better. Yes, Although I am it, seeing a lot of people saying, how much do I have to spend before I feel safe again?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, there is, there is that. <laughs> and so toilet paper won't perish. So you can keep it. If you buy a year's worth in a week, you, you can use it over a year. Like, it's not going to go bad, if you know what I mean. I'm not saying you should, by the way. Stop. It's If you're in Australia, there's not food and materials to go around for everyone. So stop doing that. Yeah.
0: Or go back in time a couple of months and buy it then. Which is what I did. Worked yeah. really well. <laughs> not us. We ran out just in time. I had, oh, to, I had no. to go to the supermarket and pick up, like a, 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 like, a bag. And there were, like, the 24 rolls. And I was, like, walking around oh. the store and I was like... Oh, everyone's judging me.
1: <laughs> oh, they think I'm one of those guys. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry about that. People tolerate uncertainty in different ways, and it causes a lot more distress for some people. And to control that stress, they try and control their environment. I understand this very clearly, by the way. I, they should I, I buy wouldn't... a gun. No, no, no they should sh- not. You buy... should, like, listeners, you should buy a gun. No, no,
0: don't no. Buy, buy lots of guns. No, Dan, Dan. Stop, like Dan. hoard guns. No, Dan. Dan. Oh no! Don't let Don't let anyone else buy guns. Like, no. this, unlike the toilet paper, if no, if other people don't have guns, then that works it really in your favor. What did I say? Stop a bad guy with toilet paper.
1: You've got to be a good guy with toilet paper. <laughs> so for people, so, so for people to get rid of this distress, they will. Do whatever they can to stop feeling bad and that's buying things and so and then the other problem is something called scarcity heuristics which is when you see something that's being bought quickly it's the human response to go that must be super valuable and so you start buying it yourself that's why it runs on markets and the toilet paper is just the same thing all i'm asking for people to do is a, a stop doing that but if you see people doing it or you notice it just stop pooping Clinch. clench clench for, for months no uh just be just understand that people are a different level than you. Like people are just scared.
0: They're scared and you're scared everyone's worried. And they're worried. not as smart as you. You're li- you're smart enough to know better listeners and that's you very guys true. are smart yeah. as whips. Yes. And that's why you're so scared because you've got a curiosity <laughs> about you and you yep. can't stop refreshing Twitter over and over. These people on Bondi Beach at the moment, they yep. didn't check the news this morning. They're like, "Ah, no. oh, my government t- take care of that." Like just like they did with the fires. Yeah, but don't <laughs> You should
1: listen to the government, by the way. We're not advocating not listening to the government, but you should also be social isolating pretty
0: early. Just saying, going I to say, to say listen to the, the South Korea government. Don't well, listen to the Australian <laughs> government. Those guys are a bunch of idiots. Right. Okay. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate yeah. that. Get some people,
1: guns. Th- this is this is a big pro- <laughs> No, don't get guns. People should be listening to their governments, though the governments have let us down. We, we have to kind of... Uh, stop this concept of if we all fall back on we should all just do what we're going to do society is going to go very badly we need to kind of work together and I guess what I'm trying to say here is working together don't crap on people for being scared than you uh, as someone pointed out a really cool thing is if someone started prepping before you did you thought they were prepping idiots And if people started were too laissez faire and, and let it go for too long, they were idiots. So only you're not an idiot in that world. You're the only person who started exactly the right time, and that's of course silly. It's everyone's on a bell curve. So so maybe just be a little bit kinder to each other. Try to maybe be cool to each other a little bit. Just cut each other some slack. You know, ask for toilet paper. I know lots of people. I've got some. If you happen to live in Perth. Get in contact. I'll give you some toilet paper. Not a lot,
0: by the way. I'm not. I'm not a madman, but you know.
1: And we'll meet in an open
0: area, and I'll throw it at you. I'm not. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know, Greg. Someone might try to scam you. They might take you for a roll.
1: God, I hope this disease takes me quickly.
0: Um, and also don't don't be racist. Oh God, don't, don't, be, ra- don't be racist. Be- yes, yes. Okay, there's don't- a whole bunch of things you're not supposed to call this virus. Don't oh, call it the Wuhan virus. It's called
1: COVID well, nineteen. It's called COVID nineteen. It's not well. The disease is called COVID nineteen. The other one is SARS, something or other. There's, it's, sorry, it's, a, yeah. it's very useful for me not to. It's got a name,
0: but SARS two, the revenge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, So don't call it, it the Wuhan virus. Don't call it the Yellow Death.
1: No, that's not
0: cool. Or the Chinese virus. The curse not. of the Orient. You're not allowed to say that. What are we don't doing, do that. Man? What are we doing? Don't call it Geisha's fungus. what are you talking what are you i'm just saying that don't be racist these are all terms you're not allowed to call it oh god you are still allowed to call it uh (laughs) pangolinemic. that's okay (laughs) that's a good one i like pangolindemic uh and also the mickey rooney clap is also allowed i don't understand that reference so i the thing is uh the pangolin thing that's not fair either because it's almost definitely not pangolin related it's almost definitely bat related
1: well, from the last time I heard, once again, information who knows, but it you know it's from bats to pangolins to us, and in in wet markets seems to be the issue. But once again, we don't know anything, so let's not let's not go down that path. comes down to guess what? We're going to have to really all start working together, like everyone listening, and you're going to need to help each other. And we're spread across the world, the listeners of this podcast, so we're not going to be able to help each other. But maybe we can help other people.
0: Look at that stranger and pretend that they're your old friends Dan and yeah, or Greg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: It's very hard for people to care about the planet. There's seven and a half billion of us. But you can care about your monkey sphere, which Dan has talked about a lot, the whole mm. monkey sphere. There's about 200 people. Just start realizing that the monkey sphere is going to need you now. It really needs you. And I'm being very serious here. It really needs you now. It's going to be really spooky. The disease is spooky and the economic blowback is going to be spooky. And there's going to be so much reason to yell and scream at each other and point fingers. Hold off on that for a while, hey? There'll be time to beat each other to death in the future.
0: Let's For the let's, moment, let's all just gang up on the pangolins.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's right. Oh, poor pa- I like pangolins. Oh. They're having Enough to life. eat
0: them, Greg? No. What?
1: Hmm, <laughs> it's really sad is they they you know what we, I thought they ate the pangolins. They don't. They use their scales for boner medicine. Once again, men, what the f is wrong with us? It's like, oh, here's a beautiful rhino. I'm gonna cut its horn off and shave it down so my boners get larger. Oh, this Does that pang- work? No. Oh. Then the pangolins Oh, like, in that oh. case it's dumb. It's scaly, this scaly mammal, it's the only scaly mammal that's it's evolved so that its has become scales. And now, why not? We'll rip the scales off and turn it to boner medicine. Like the fuck, men!
0: <sighs>
1: sorry, Dan. Remember before at the start, but when we were talking before the podcast, I you was like, "This energy is be
0: really weird." No, yeah. like, No, no,
1: no. I'm gonna be really kind, and now I'm yelling at men. Nah. I'm sorry, everyone.
0: Look, I've just... been angry all day. Why is it gonna stop now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> everyone, be cool. As I said before, you fuckers. No, be cool. <laughs> be
0: cool. I'll come over
1: there. No, I just. I've said this many times, I'm going to say it again. There are people in the world who are faster than me, stronger than me, more handsome than me, smarter than me. Guilty. <laughs> Richer than me. I only care about kindness now. This is a chance. This is a chance. Chance to be kind. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to be kind. You know how
0: we're going to save the world? Uh, most of us are going to die?
1: No, 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 the no. The animals will be run free?
0: No, no none this of that's is going great for the no, bats.
1: no. <laughs> no. No, no, not at all. It's we just have to sit in our asses and watch television.
0: I've already watched all the good stuff. Don't you let me down, man. Don't you let me down. <laughs> That's what we have to do: is stay away from each other. I don't. I don't go to a book club, and I'm, I'm not going to go to the pub or the beach. But I can't. I can't miss out on going to coughing class. I think you're going to go to hot licking. It's Damn it, hot licking. My hot licking class. I sit in a very warm room and we all lick each uh, other. I, I've, I've got an app called Hot Licker with the, with an R at the oh, end and no E. So,
1: <laughs> because people have been sent home now, people are working from home and social social isolation, and they're just stuck with other people. Normally, they're partners. And when humans get together and can't do anything else, what are they going to do, Dan? fuck uh, just like rabbits if you watch there's going to be an influx of human beings in nine months or so or maybe not straight away a little bit scared but after a while it'll be like oh, oh yep. no
0: no 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 one will be able to maintain an erection after the next two weeks because of the, uh, no, but, lack, lack of pangolins that too but just <laughs> the fear It'll be, a, it'll be a fear
1: floppy the uh so everyone's gonna be banging that's the point everyone's gonna be banging and i laugh because they've already come up with the name for that, that swag of babies they're gonna call them basically have a, in nine months time you have these babies and in 12 years time we'll call them the quarantines
0: yeah yeah that'll work that'll that, work
1: that seems like fun. So I wanted to look up when are most babies born, in Australia anyway. Well, I sort of looked up birthdays in, in Australia because we're Australian and it's going to be very similar everywhere, I think.
0: Are people having more sex in the summer or the winter? or? That's a good question. And, and let's let's get into that. So in it, when it, it's cold, snuggle time. Well, yes. yeah, but, uh, uh, but when it's hot, less clothing. Very good point. skirts. Well, yeah, that, that. And my wife has some too.
1: the winner of mr hairy legs 2020 is dan jjj beast oh i wish
0: i was in the contention for hairiest legs (laughs) oh my goodness
1: so it seems to be in australia that the most common birthday can you guess dan what was the most common birthday
0: do you think uh Hmm. uh september 19th
1: you're pretty close september 17th that's very well done and then that's my dad's birthday Oh, there you go. September 17th, 23rd and 24th. Oh no, I'm about to get a mental image I don't want, aren't I? And and, uh, basically, and then April 8th is also very high up there and so is October. So these are all the big dates. And what's really interesting about that is when you go backwards, I was born on September 25th, so I always have that horrible mental image of Christmas Day and my parents getting too much eggnog. (sighs) Terrible. And uh, So I wasn't born on those common days, I was born around those days. So why those days? When you go back from those days, you get right into the holidays, the June, July holidays. So people, when they're taking holidays, they get a bit, you know, excitable and they get a bit frisky. Ju- Ju- oh, no, no, De- no, sorry, sorry, no, December, no, January holidays, December, December, basically end of year holidays. Sorry. Yes, you're right. And then the other big time is April and March. And there, if you go back from them, it's the June, July holidays. That's the one I was trying to say. So it seems like holidays are the best times to get it on. To, Cause it makes sense. Everyone's a bit more relaxed and you know, having a good old time. But babies aren't born on Saturdays and Sundays, it seems, and they're not born on public holidays. It's really, really weird. They're never born in those days. Can you think
0: why? Because people are having planned uh, uh, cesareans at that point in time, not
1: just not just planned cesareans, just births in general. So they're just saying that it's doctors don't want to deliver babies on public holidays; they want to have their time off. They're not going to deliver babies on Christmas Day unless they really have to. And so they they push them all back. They go, well, "You can wait three more days, and we'll induce it at the end if they, it hasn't come." Then so it's really it's amazing how much we fit it into our and not just the doctors, but the parents as well. They don't want to. No one wants to spend their Anzac Day pushing out a bowling ball rubbish. So lots of people getting it on around Christmas time in Australia and around June,
0: July. They're the most common days. So enjoy that, everyone. My birthday is the 3rd of May. So the beginning of May is May Day. Yes. So I always get a long weekend for my birthday. That's pretty nice. It's awesome. Except the government, remember the, the government came and they took our Labor Day away and they uh. put it in like October. For
1: Queensland, yes, yeah, your, your one changed. That's but then right. they
0: shuffled it back and now I've got it back again. So I only Good. missed out for one or two years.
1: I don't like working on my birthday. It's such a weird thing. I, I I've had to work a couple of my birthdays, but I've really got I always make a reason to disappear on my birthday and go somewhere else and do something else. I even just take the day off. I don't tell people why, I just take the day off. I don't like working on my birthday. I find it really offensive.
0: Oh, I did that for a really long time. The last time I worked on my birthday was for my twenty-fifth, and then I didn't have to work on my birthday for almost a decade. And yep. then I had, like, three years where I got stuck teaching in theatre. Oh, no. Rubbish. So, everyone, fuck the trend. Hold off on
1: sex over Christmas and June, July. Maybe, maybe have a weird September sexy thing or, or Easter. Easter's a sexy holiday. A guy gets nailed to a cross and then comes back to life. That's sexy, I think. Anzac Day, people dying in mm, trenches in World no, War One. No, not <laughs> sexy.
0: What? That's sexy. Oh, no. Uh, what, what, oh, I can only imagine what your Tinder messages are like. <laughs> hey, you like the Great War? What do you think of disease? I've, been, oh. I've spent the last hour researching STIs. Hello?
1: Hello? <laughs> I didn't know there was a swipe up to destroy the phone option. Good
0: Lord. Netflix and chill? And by chill, I mean die in a trench. And by Netflix, I mean a documentary about dying in trenches. (laughs) Did you know that glass is transparent? Yes. Okay. What this means is that visible light passes through it. Other bandwidths of light are sometimes blocked. Yes. So if you were looking, if you're looking with a different bandwidth of light, of energy, I don't, you wouldn't call it Light. It's electromagnetic radiation, right? Yeah, it is
1: light. Light. It's the type of light. Visible light is a type of light. Infrared light, the type of light. Ultraviolet light is a type of light. X-ray light is a type of light. They're all light. X-ray light is a type of light. Yeah, it's X-rays. It, it, they're okay. all part. They're all part. We just don't use that term. But X-rays are just higher frequency light. Yeah, it's electromagnetic radiation. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. But I did I thought there might be a cutoff point where it, it's still electromagnetic radiation, but it stops being light.
1: No no light's just a term we use because we see it. But oh it's, it's like it's, it's like glue. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's no, it's all light. It's just if your eyes could perceive it. But like, even radio waves are light. It's just low very long wavelength, low frequency. Yeah. Uh yeah, low frequency, low energy light.
0: Program. Okay. Yeah, Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. To stop light. You have to have one of a couple of things going on. So let's mm. take iron. Iron is opaque. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So got it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if you melt <laughs> iron and then you let it cool down, it creates tiny crystals Ooh. and the molecules line up like a string of magnets. Now, depending on the rate of cooling, you can create long crystals or short crystals and create different types of effect. Mm-hmm. We've gone into this before when you were talking about smelting iron for mm. the people yes. time. Yes. Yes. Remember when we did a Pimp My Time going back to the Black Death in London and we're like, oh, God, I'd hate to do that. Oh, could be in real trouble there. Don't. Okay. Perhaps your iron is hardened or brittle. The light is wiggling back and forth because it's a waveform and that's how it moves. It Mm. goes wave, 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 wave. Yep. That's the technical term. The crystals in the iron are either close enough that there's no room for a void between the molecules or that there is room but the element itself encourages energy to jump this distance. Right. So if energy jumps between molecules, then that gets in the way of the light as well. hmm Now, if there's a void, then this is called the band gap. Mm. So in graphite, the molecules line up and squeeze together and there's no room for the wavelength of light to whiz through. But in diamonds, the structure is like a bunch of pointy pyramids touching and there's room to allow a band gap. Mm. So light passes through and the substance is transparent. hmm there's also translucency. Ice is just like diamond. It's clear. It's, it's made of little pyramids and stuff. But when it's snow, it's made up of lots of little shavings of structure and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. The light passes in and then it scatters. This results in a cloudy fog of photons. There's a brightness, but there's not an image that comes mm. through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, so if, if there's snow on the ground, then the sun comes through and the grass is still alive under there because it's still getting sunlight. Mm, But if you you park a car on top, just go, it just dies. So you can't get actual access to the light. Yeah. The wavelength it needs. I've actually
1: done an experiment. I had access to an infrared camera plugs into your phone. It gives you infrared vision. And I was looking at the warmth of my hand and hot and cold drinks and all that sort of fun stuff. And then I pointed out the window of the building I was in and got my reflection. Because my heat oh, was, wow. was bouncing off. The, I was getting an infrared reflection off the glass. I, I don't know if that was a special treatment of that glass because you know, they have, they have films on them to stop things like heat yeah. getting in and out, I guess. So I'm, I didn't look into it enough. But I was I saw myself very clearly standing and holding my phone up as a reflection. I couldn't see through it. Though I could see the visible light very clearly through it. I couldn't see – my heat was bouncing off the wall and I was picking up my own heat. So I was really surprised by it because I I thought it wouldn't happen that way.
0: (laughs) But it did. That's weird. weird. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about silicon. Mm. Pure pure silicon is opaque. It's a crystal structure. The crystal structure is such that the light gets blocked. The energy between the bands is such that the light gets blocked, but the infrared continues through. Mm -hmm. Silicon dioxide or glass doesn't have crystallization. It's called an amorphous solid. Mm. Its Mm -hmm. molecular structure is like that of a liquid. Mm. So, you'll sometimes hear people say that uh, glass is actually a liquid, not a solid. Yeah. And that that's why it's fatter on the bottom than it is on the top. All wrong. That's not true. It's all wrong. That's not true. But, well, no, it's not (laughs) all wrong. It is like a liquid. On a molecular level, all of its bits are lined up in the same way that a liquid is. But it's not flowing. But it's not flowing. No. And those windows that are thicker on the bottom than on the top, like those old windows, that's because they weren't made very well back in those days. Yeah, yeah. If you look closely, some of those windows are actually fatter on the top than mm. they are on the bottom because they were made upside down. Yeah,
1: that's. I'm glad or it's installed that. upside down. Yes, yeah, yeah. Someone went. We'll make them down the bottom because that's the thicker part. That's what the stronger bit. Like a building, you don't want the thin bit at the top. No, no. no you
0: don't, you don't thin want bit that. at
1: the bottom. Sorry, you want to make it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, it's 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 like it has some similarities to a liquid, but it's not a liquid.
0: Yeah. Well, an amorphous solid. It's kind of like Lego that settles. Okay. So it starts as a liquid and just becomes so viscous that it stops moving. Mm. A solid is kind of like a bag full of Lego that when it cools, it all snaps together. Mm-hmm. So it goes snap, 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 and it's all lined up and it becomes a block or something. Mm. But in this case, yeah, your Lego pieces, they sort of all line up, but they're all sort of jostled and they just stop moving around. And they might be at a weird angle. If it's at a weird angle, it means it's still got quite a lot of energy. So if you've mm. got glass with lots of weird angles of molecules, then it's more brittle and it's okay. easier to, to shatter. You, now, you can avoid this by cooling it slowly so mm. that they all have plenty of time to slow down. The longer it's in the bag, the more tone has to settle. Because it's not a crystal, there are band gaps everywhere and that's why glass doesn't go opaque. If it formed crystals, it would. Right, yep. So if you've got really, really old glass, it's way more likely that the pieces have all lined down together. They're not ordered. They're not crystallized. They just happen to be perfectly situated. Mm-hmm. So because that's, and that energy is reduced a little bit. The less energy that gets trapped in the system, the stronger the glass is. When there's energy in there, the pieces can jump back and forth between positions. Mm. Sometimes quantum tunneling to do so. Woo. Okay. This absorbs a lot of energy, so glass has a high heat capacity.
1: Interesting. That's okay. Makes sense. That's why. That's why it's a good insulator.
0: Hmm. Um, now, it's theoretically possible to have glass where all the glass lies down together. This is called ideal glass. It's a theoretical thing. Mm. It may require you to cool down glass infinitely slowly in order to get it. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. So because...
1: Something for Doctor Who to do then. Yeah, obviously. because yeah, the Lego
0: you. pieces were all perfectly positioned. The pieces wouldn't jump back and forth at all. It would have less energy in it the glass would have a lower heat capacity and it would also be denser and stronger. Now, amber is a type of amorphous solid. Tree sap. Yeah, after a million or so years, you can see it's settled as well. So it's become closer to ideal glass. Okay. But it still has some molecules jumping back and forth. This two-state issue should have slowed down if our theories are correct. It, that, that's not the case. Now, it may be the impurities. There, there might be something wrong with our models. right. <laughs> or to put it another way perhaps it's our theory that is not ideal ah very good yeah. very good
1: that's very well done love it yes yeah, it's, it's it's funny that so what they're saying there is here's what we th- how we here's how we thought was happening with glass but we don't enough times passed to to test it because we've only been making glass for a couple hundred years mm. so we're going to go find something in nature that's glass like amber which is well, around, we can find we can find we can find Uh, that's been around for millions of years, and we can see if if it's changed.
0: Well, glass-like is a – like, on a scientific level, amber is glass. Oh, there you go. And so is boiled lollies. Right. Yeah, okay, sure. And that's why they're transparent.
1: Yes. Yeah, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, so you check something out, so something's around for millions of years, at least – yeah, well, yeah, I think millions of years, No, at least hundreds of thousands of years, and – you see if the changes you're expecting in that in that amber, and if you find them, yeah, for your theory. But in this case, it just didn't happen. And so now they're like, we don't really know what's going on there. That's interesting. That's really yeah. It's, I like that thought process of how do we find something old enough to test?
0: Yeah, and so That's yeah, what... the, the guy went to a dig site, and he's like, hey, you know all those wonderful little insects you find in amber? They're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, can I have a bit that doesn't have an insect in? And they're like, they're the only things that we don't care about. Have as many as you want. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: How about Freestyle? God, he, he wants our rubbish. Do you want this crisp packet as well? That's crap. Give him all the shit. <laughs> okay, Dan, here's a question that comes up in many shows like QI and all the others. How many moons does the Earth have? None.
0: <laughs> he knows. He knows that It's a conspiracy. <laughs> they're not real. Like they're, they're artificial satellites that have been put there to the, by the government to spy on us.
1: Right. um uh, No. And one's uh, a dragon egg uh,
0: that doesn't oh, obey I, the laws of gravity. Oh, gravitation.
1: Oh, oh, Doctor Who. Oh, Doctor Who. Oh, oh, Doctor Who. It's one. The answer is one. The answer is one. And people are going to yell at me about that, but that's fine. Everyone should listen. Till very recently, it wasn't one. It was two. So bef- just after we recorded the last podcast – What happened to Colin? Well, but, but no, Colin's still, there. Colin's oh, okay. he's still up there. He's still up there. He's still doing his thing. So Colin's been up there doing his thing. And when we finished recording last time, last month, there some information that came out from the Catalina Sky Survey. NASA had found on February 15th that there was an asteroid the size of a small compact car that was in orbit around the Earth. And so it was a moon. It was. It had a four-month period. It went around the, around the world once every four months. And it was in orbit around us. And it had been there, they're thinking, for at least a year. So it's only just been captured about a year since it, it, was, it went into orbit around us, I think, roughly a year. And this is really exciting. And they called it the very exciting name of 2020 CD3. 2020 CD3. CD3, that was it. That was the name that they had. Colin. And 2020 Cd3. City, city, good old city, Sid. And then the people were looking at it, going, "That's really cool. That's really exciting. It's, yep, it's definitely in orbit. That's really cool." And then they had another look at it, and as of today, today the 21st of
0: the third, it's buggered off again. So, how hard is it to capture something in your orbit? If it wasn't quite close enough, mm-hmm. it'd just sort of deflect off, and it was too yes. close, it'd just plunge straight in or bounce yes. off. Yes. So, in order to get captured in it anything that even remotely like an orbit, that's got to be like a tiny keyhole of space and speed.
1: Keyhole is exactly the right word. That's the the term they use actually is is keyholes. And... They don't, What they think is this thing would have been – it's obviously – it's an orbit around the sun, but it's on a on an Earth-intercepting orbit. So every so often, however often that was, it would intercept the Earth as in get into the Earth's gravitational influence and be slightly deflected either away or towards the Earth, depending on if it came in underneath, underneath, behind the orbit of the Earth or ahead of the orbit of the Earth. And over time, this gives it little kicks, and that might kick it into infinity. It might throw it into the sun, but in this case, it seemed to – after we don't know how long it's been doing it, finally get captured by the Earth and go into orbit once every four months around the Earth. But of course, it's very unstable. As you've hit it on, it's not a stable orbit. It's quite an unstable orbit. It was a very weird elliptical orbit. And after a year or a bit over a year, now it's been kicked out of its orbit again, and it's off again. It's still roughly where we think it should be, but it's no longer in orbit around the Earth. It was in orbit around the sun again. So later on, it may go back to being in orbit around the Earth, but we just don't know. But I think it's really cool. In the space of one month, we went from discovering this thing was around us to it going, "Oh
0: bloody hell, it's seen us! They've seen us! They've seen us! Go, go, go!"
1: It's sort of it's just
0: slowly drifting away again. Because Colin didn't get captured so much as plowed into us and drip upwards, so it makes sense that it would end up in like it's much more likely that it would end up in orbit
1: yeah the, the theory with colin is that so, they call it Theia. something the size of mars obliquely hit the earth back when the earth the, the um hadian era when the earth was basically a molten ball maybe just surface uh, features appearing uh, going solid and this uh, thing happy days <laughs> obliquely hit us and smashed off the crust and that cru- a lot of that crust got flung into orbit around this and also they think that the it's iron core of thea this this planetoid this mars-sized planet fell into what well got pulled into the the uh, core of our planet that so formed the earth because earth has a lot of iron in its core much more than it should have we think so we think that's what's happened so we basically gobbled up well these two planets ran into each other something roughly earth sized and something roughly mars sized and we lost a lot of the crust. A lot of that crust became the moon. Remember, we talked in the past, maybe there might have been two moons and one moon kind of in the end caught up with the first moon and uh, yeah. ran, ran into it from behind. Hand-caked. Yeah, that's the one. So with all these ideas, but that's, that's how we think the moon formed. That moon formed anyway. So that's why, it's, I mean, remember, our moon's huge compared to the Earth. It's, about, it's a quarter, no, one-sixth, no, yeah one-sixth, one-sixth. The size, yeah, one-sixth the size of the Earth. That's, that's a big thing. That's a big moon and
0: compared to everyone else's moons. Oh, it's, smaller, uh, it's still smaller than my thumb. I just hold it up like that, and, it's still, and I, can, I can obscure oh, the whole moon with my thumb. Yes,
1: angular angular distance, I see. Yeah, okay, got it.
0: I noticed that a lot of Twitter bios that I read have this little thing. They, they have a little cute little comment, and then underneath they have a little preferred gender thing. Mm. Little she, her, or they, them, or he, him, or he, him. Oh yeah, no, still, there's that there's that option? yeah Sure. So my <laughs> my default, yeah. No, I know, I know how this works. Oh, just you just said two of them. I was like, there's only one more to give, and that was well, no. Oh, there's a
1: bunch. <laughs> there's yeah, yeah there's yeah, a bunch like of hacky. really
0: like wacky ones like Z, Zem, and stuff.
1: Zem, yeah, yeah. Don't don't say wacky. Don't don't
0: bring it down on us. <laughs> it starts with a Z, Greg. Yeah. If they, if they didn't want it to be called wacky, they wouldn't have started with a Z. <laughs> All Z.
1: Right.
0: What am I, an American? Well, well you, hang on. At the start of the podcast, you were telling people to hoard guns.
1: So I am wondering. Ooh, what yeah, you maybe have. I'm.
0: Maybe you're coming a little bit American. Maybe I am. Partner. 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 I, okay. So <laughs> my default brain patterns mm-hmm. when I'm reading these pronouns. I immediately start to wonder how can I subvert this and make it into a joke. Oh, okay. Only moments later, another higher up thought comes down from central and decrees exactly what you've just said there. Oh, oh and I go. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I, I'm not going to do that.
1: That's yeah,
0: not. So that's just a, that's just my brain doing its little thing. Yeah, I mean it's about higher the higher mind versus the animal brain basically. That's that's yeah 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 yeah. yeah. It is not a good joke. No, it's not a good joke. joke. They say that art is the ability to make lots of mistakes and to choose Mm. the ones that you keep. And Mm. I would say that the same is the same of humour. But in that moment, that tiny moment Mm -hmm. that I was starting to wonder about the joke, I was like playing with ideas like hyper he him. Very, very he him. Oh, very, very male. Like an alpha, like an alpha male. Or yeah, something. but like, yeah, yeah like a yeah. like a yeah. super pronoun for men or something. Hyper masculine. Hyper, yeah. So I ended up wondering about being hyper male. Mm. So chromosomes. I know that double X means that you're a girl, asterisk, and XY means that you're a boy, asterisk, mm-hmm. but what would happen if you were YY? There are so many more combinations than just the yeah. three. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There are so yeah. many combos. Yeah. Okay, so a dad has to be an X chromosome and a Y chromosome. Mm-hmm. Half their sperm is X and half Y. Like mm. you could sort them. Mm. Like that would be a slow and arduous mm. process, but you could sort them. Yeah. Right. Yep.
1: I get. Oh, messy! You just you really want to wash your hands afterwards. That's oh. Really. Like it just would get everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So you it would, it would want to wash your hands. It'd get, in, it'd get in your hair and your
0: eyes. And oh god! Oh.
1: Like oh oh god! It would be
0: spermapalooza. <laughs> I've seen those. Oh okay. yeah, the mum has to be two Xs, and one of those chromosomes goes inactive. Like mm-hmm. one or the other goes inactive. If the mum's other X doesn't go inactive, then that child could be XXY. Mm-hmm. So the mum mm-hmm. brings two Xs. And the father brings a Y. This is called Kleinfelter syndrome. Happens to one in a thousand people. There could be infertility, poorly functioning testicles. That person will be tall but weak. Bad coordination, less hair, less interest in sex. It's often not noticeable until puberty. It is a great curse. They are tall and young-faced but not interested in having sex with you. Okay. So, same (laughs) cause... Mum's mum's split does, doesn't work properly. Yep, and the dad's X chromosome comes along. Then you've got triple X. These girls look like Vin Diesel's mum. Triple X. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So uh, in that yep. they look like any other girl. Right. This is called trisomy. It is another one in a thousand thing. Symptoms are very subtle. Lower muscle tone, some infertility issues, and a bit of attention deficit disorder. Interesting. Next on the cards, XXXY. XXXY. Yeah. Possibly one in 17,000 chance. Similar stuff going on here. Three X chromosomes attached to uh, one Y from the father. Now,
1: there's also that's this like thing called... XXXY, X, it's almost like having a brother and a sister in one chromosome.
0: Yeah, that's not how it works. No, no. It's not-, <laughs> not how it works at all. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. There's also this thing called mosaicism. Cells are not supposed to have all these chromosomes. Mm. The copy software didn't evolve for it. It's a hack. The body mm. has hacked these little things. So in these combinations, the copying can go awry. So you could have a person where some of their cells are XXXY and some of them are simply XXY. Ah, So okay. just a, a, mis- ah.
1: a mix. Yes.
0: A chimera. Yeah. Well. But with themselves. Yes. The body of a rabbit and the head of a rabbit. Of a different rabbit that looks very similar to the
1: first rabbit. Yes.
0: So then you've got (laughs) XXXX or Tetra-X. Tetra-X. Which sounds like a superhero from like a Dark Horse comic. (laughs) Tetra-X. They can have dental abnormalities, heart defects, hip dysplasia. Oh. Oh, Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not good. It's not uh, good. These can happen from the other's egg not splitting properly. Three X chromosomes attached to the one X from the father. Then you've got X X X X Y, four Xs and a Y. Oh my goodness! Which is a similar issue to the three Xs and a Y. And then you've got X X X X X, X or Penta X syndrome. Penta X.
1: I had a computer that ran on Penta X. <laughs>
0: It's really good. Uh, I was too busy trying to get by with a 3x6. <laughs> the, uh, so penta x syndrome is the exact opposite of what I want, Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, too many x's. Too many x's. So mm. it's um, there just are, like you. There are <laughs> more. Uh... <laughs> Ugh, tell me you about
1: can't it. He's ma- happily married, man.
0: There are more physical and mental deformations. Too many chromosomes tends to do that. Mm. The development mm. of a fetus requires some pretty well timed blueprints activating. And if you mm. were building a set of apartments, but there were blueprints for full plumbing three times over then there would be a lot of strange decisions that needed to be made and that apartment would look nothing like the other apartments around you. And then you've got XO. What? X0. You can't... What? Well, it's just an X by itself. No, it's an X0. Where's the zero come from? Okay. What's the zero mean? It's a one in 2000, Turner Syndrome, where one of the chromosomes doesn't copy properly. So the, the chromosomes mm. have met up, but not every cell is copying with all of those chromosomes. So every cell is oh, X0... No. Or in mosaic oh. conditions, some are X zero and some are XX or XY. Uh, oh no! So they're considered female because no X. So to be yep. to be male, you just need one Y on there.
1: Yeah. So yes. Yeah, okay. so, so sorry,
0: there's no Y on them. So, yeah, I was going to say
1: yeah, so it's um, X X X zero.
0: Yeah. And okay. you can have mosaic conditions where they're X zero with some XYs, but even then, they're not. They don't sort of work as males. I don't think. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because that X is powerful stuff. Mm. Okay. So and they they can have stuff like, like stuff like webbed neck, very short, swollen hands, shorter life expectancy. Oh, None of this Ugh. is particularly awesome.
1: No, no.
0: No. Awesome. And luckily they, they it, it's it's pretty darn rare. So that's one in two thousand.
1: It's not as rare as you'd think. Like no, two thousand still quite. I've common. met a thousand
0: people. Yeah. Yeah. They're creepy, creepy chromosomes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. (laughs) So then you've got XXYY, 2Y chromosomes. Now we're talking... Okay, right. Okay, good. We're getting closer now. Yeah. One in 17,000 shot. Undescended testes, dental problems, development delays, some autism. Also, something called clinodactyl... Clinodactyl... In fact, clinodactyl is very common in a lot of these outlying combinations. The last knuckle on the pinky finger, instead mm-hmm. of the finger going straight at that knuckle, it sort of goes at an angle t- inwards towards the ring finger. Ooh. And it oh, fo- I see it. So oh, it forms like an upside-down L.
1: I'm checking my checking my hands. I'm okay. I'm all right. Okay, I was just worried this moment. I'm fine.
0: Well, you could still be all right anyway, because 18% oh. of the population has some form of clinodactyly.
1: You're like Casanova Frankenstein from the Mystery Men. <laughs> He'd fight people with his he had, this big, he had a, his little finger and he had a blade on his little finger and
0: he'd run at you with his little finger. Well, he, he'd take someone's eye out if it was a, well, at a weird angle because that angle yeah. can be like fifteen, maybe even thirty degrees.
1: And that's how you, that's why you're such a dangerous fighter because you you're like I know oh. where that finger's going to go, but it's fifteen degrees. I feel like oh god, he got me in the other eye. Damn
0: it. Okay. X. By the way, wh- I want you to watch that movie, it's a great movie. Speaking of Dark Horse comics, yeah. <laughs> Now we got XYY syndrome. We're getting closer. Okay, that's starting to sound hyper-male. Though the Mm. fact that they still call it a syndrome and not a power Mm. does give Mm. me some pause for thought. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. Taller than average, awesome. Right. Thinner than average, awesome. Acne, less awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Increased risk of learning problems, increased risk is very male, awesome. Good, good, yes. Normal fertility, which is a shame because I was kind of hoping for an increased fertility, but ah, well. Mm -hmm. Uh, The double Y comes from a random event in sperm cell development. Mm. It happens to one in a thousand lucky individuals. (laughs) Most people who have it are unaware that they have it. Unlike every other combination that isn't Mm. XY or XX, the IQ isn't affected.
1: Interesting. So they so they would present as male, basically.
0: They would present as male.
1: Interesting. Okay. All right. Early
0: studies of XYY males suggested they were ten times more likely than XY men to be found in criminal populations. Oh, how, wow. Okay. This turned out to oh. be a dangerous myth. Oh, good. I'm glad we're spreading yeah. it then. Okay. 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 <laughs> Right. Okay. There is no proof that the extra Y chromosome makes people more violent. Oh, good. There's no proof that it doesn't either.
1: So uh, XYY that- sounds okay,
0: <laughs> Greg. Yes.
1: Yeah. I, I'm going to guess. I, I I don't know where this is going, but can I just can I throw out the, uh, my theory, my hypothesis? I don't know anything about this. I'm going to say that it's impossible to have YY because- Why? Because why, why? the Y is a mutation. Why, why? The Y is the mutation of the X. I think there's going to be something funny there. That's why I know I know nothing about this. It's just me just, Will the you? world can't handle
0: a hyperman. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's my theory. Go, go, go. XYY sounds okay, but there's still mm-hmm. that X chromosome girlifying mm. me up.
1: Oh, good. Good.
0: Okay, so again, yeah. so... What about YY?
1: Yeah, here we go. Here no we
0: go. X chromosome yeah. at all. Oof.
1: Nothing but pure, pure hot blooded male.
0: Now, or some asterisk. You can't do that in nature. Ah, yeah. ladies don't have any Y at all. Yes, they're just with that rotten X chromosomes.
1: But, but but hang on. But 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 some women some some women do have a Y because they're like X X X Y or something like that. Or is it always Y? Or always boys. Y is male? always male. Oh, okay. That always presents us. So you won't. So you hang on. So you never get a female when sex and gender, man, it's such a thing. But so we're talking about sex, though. We're talking about biological sex at this point. And, I'm, and I, I just, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole at this point. But so there's no way of having a Y chromosome for someone who's biologically female.
0: No, that would be a male. Everything. That would be everyone. Male. The, yeah. Yeah, okay, right, right, right. So that's, so that's sort of how they define it.
1: As a so. sex, as a sex thing, yes. Please don't send any angry emails we, unless we're saying very something very no. weird. We're not talking about gender here.
0: Yeah, different thing. Different thing. You could make a YY embryo in the lab. Ooh. Our reproductive tech is pretty stellar, but there's a problem, Gregoire. Mm-hmm. Imagine the X chromosome is like a video game. Mm. It's like okay. Skyrim. Lots of dragons and people and quests and stuff. yeah da! da! I took an arrow to the
1: knee. Yes, that's right. I used to be an adventurer like you, but then someone made me sort through three buckets of sperm. <laughs> <laughs> do, you always, do you always find sometimes when you start speaking and you're like, okay, brain, I don't know what the end of this is, but I trust in the two seconds you to say it, you're going to come up with a pretty funny answer. And your brain's like, What are you talking about? And then you just say
0: buckets of sperm. Oh, yeah. No, I've been doing that this entire (laughs) time. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Now,
0: (laughs) imagine that the Y chromosome is a mod. It replaces 50% of the content in the game. It changes all of the characters to Teletubbies and makes you into a snarky tank. Okay. Now, if you add your snarky tank mod to Skyrim, you get a viable game. If you Mm -hmm. add it to portal, you get a viable game where GLaDOS is a Teletubby. Mm -hmm. But if you add your mod to, say, a portal mod where GLaDOS is a puppy who fires maths at you, then some of the crucial game logic just isn't there. You need that X chromosome to build on. So it is very unlikely, if not impossible, that you would ever get a viable embryo from XX getting together. Why, 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 why? What did I say? You said XX. Oh, I'm an idiot. No, it's very – yeah.
1: <laughs> and this makes sense in my mind of what I understand about um, uh, fetal development is as far as I'm aware, when the cells start to divide, we start off – everyone on the planet starts off as female. We all start off as female. And then some of us mutants mutate later on due to the instructions that are given to us, the weird instructions from the Y chromosome to become male. And that's how it's biologically male. And so I guess if you had two Ys, there's no basic blueprint to start. You nah. can't start. There's Petsy. no basic blueprint. Yeah. It'd be like opening up your kit and it would say, uh, turn to page five of the instructions and don't do instructions A, C, and D. Put these ones instead. And you're like, what instructions are you talking about? I can't change anything because I haven't got the oh, original.
0: That's a much better explanation than mine with the video games. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. So, so the Y chromosome is something that changed the human base plan into something else when sex was invented. Basically, but as in a, a sp- spreading um, uh, genetic material sexually required there to be two sexes for us the way we do it anyway. Yeah, uh, to, yeah, to, to fire it back
0: and forth at each other, which, the, to quote, to quote Bender, I find offensive. The <laughs> weird thing is that like. Humans and gophers and chipmunks and some Snails. S- some snakes and some trees do the x x x y thing. Okay, P- platypuses they don't they 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 do some weird thing. <laughs> they do this weird thing with like a whole bunch, and some plants have like a whole bunch. They've got XXXXX x, 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 x and y y y y y, and it just sort of yeah. shuffles in. And then birds, I mean, they're they're a whole other thing. Oh, wow. They've got, they've, got Z, they've got ZW or something. And the, <laughs> that's because they're dinosaurs, man. They know what's going on. And and it's the males, the boy birds bring the, the, the XX style thing where it's like the same thing. And then the girl birds bring the broken chromosomes that oh, match wow. up. And it's. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's so weird. This just makes me think. I think you're like Star Trek. I've been watching Picard
1: recently. And once again, Star Trek, you know, people getting it on with aliens. You're like. There's no way you'd produce a child with someone from another planet ever. Just because your reproductive organs roughly match up. Fine. You can have a lot of fun with it, but.
0: I, oh, yeah, know- yeah. Boy, like people have been finding ways to have sex with things that aren't necessarily yeah. the other person's <laughs> genitals for a long time.
1: That's right. It'd be absolutely fine. As long as it's roughly, yeah, yeah, look, we won't go there. We won't go. Yeah, one understands what I'm saying here. <laughs> this alien species is slightly smaller. Yeah, and that works for everyone. <laughs> so, but you can't. But there's no way you wouldn't even be able to genetically
0: engineer a baby between the two because we can't even do it for our own species. It's just, just, just don't. We need to practice. So we start splicing in human DNA with pangolins. I'm sure no problems can come from that. <laughs> I thought you meant practice by having sex with different things. Oh, no. oh, gross.
1: Yeah, good. I'm glad uh, that was weird. That was get back weird. to
0: sorting your sperm, you. Yeah? <laughs> There's a hole in the bucket,
1: dear lizer, dear Eliza, there's a hole in oh the bucket. Oh, my God, there's a there hole in the, in the company's
0: ruined. <laughs> <laughs> Reader email. Woo! Reader email. Okay, Elliot. Know. Hello, Elliot. Wrote in. He said he was interested in our chat about vampire power. Ooh. Okay. He said... I work for a company in Sydney that primarily installs electricity meters and so-called smart meters. Until fairly recently, most people's houses had mechanical disk meters, which had a disk that spun at a speed determined by the power that was flowing through it. Very manual, very physical. Mm. And the device essentially then counted up the number of revolutions on its dials, and this displayed the total consumed kilowatt hours. Mhm. These are called basic meters as they are exactly that. Then we have the new smart meters and these work on the same ideas but add more detail to it. They record mm-hmm. usage over a 15-minute period, then log the usage in time, then the next 15-minute interval and so on. This gives you a large text file of 15-minute intervals which can then create a load profile for your consumption What makes these meters smart is that they are read remotely by 4G modem instead of by a meter reader walking around to each house and being scared of the spiders. Yeah, yeah. Or COVID. All my COVID is in the electricity box. I don't work for an electricity retailer, but I can have an educated guess. Mm. I would assume they work out your vampire power consumption. They would look at your average and minimum loads, do some maths and statistics on it, and with local weather and some assumptions like you own a refrigerator and a TV... We could have a good guess at your base load or vampire power drain. The best a power company would be able to see for now is your consumption over a 15 minute period for the, your whole day, mm. which would be 40, no, a 96 chunks of data per mm. day. Mm. Yeah. So thank you very much for writing in, Elliot. Love mm, to that's get cool. get, I'll have to get it, be illuminated by someone in the biz. That's yeah, absolutely. That's what we need in this world. More information. Less people like us just rabbiting on. Oh, I'm glad you like more information because it's time for the Walk of Shame. Woo! Walk of Shame! In the Walk of Shame, our listeners are diligently listening to what we're saying. and Every word. Every word and every time that it happens. And they are writing in to Greg if I make a mistake or to me if Greg makes a mistake so that we can write each other on the podcast. So nobody is left... With a lack of knowledge, absolutely. Thank God. Oh, Dan, 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 Dan. Dan. Oh, don't Dan, hate. Hey, Dan, I want to Dan, warn Dan. you. Dan, I want to Dan, warn Dan. you about that snide grin Dan. on your face, Dan, because Dan. the shit I've got in the hopper,
1: Dan, you're Dan. gonna oh, look. kick yourself. Oh. oh well, there you go. I'm gonna. Oof. Look, all I know is, last time I called the listeners out, and I was, I, I went, I went all nasty. I did a bit of reverse psychology on them, and it's paid off in spades. I feel that we have a very abusive relationship with our audience. <laughs> it worries me. So I, I don't want to have that relationship with my audience, but it seems to have worked. In fact, one of the, you know, look, look at our top tier of patrons. So <laughs> Two of our, two of my work of shames for you, Dan, started off with, oh, oh well, if you're going to be nasty about it, fine, here it is. I'm like, well, God, don't say that. You're just encouraging me. So who wants to go first, Dan? Who wants to go first? Are we doing work of shame chicken at this point? We're just going to both start at the same time. Maybe we'll just stay wrong. All right, I'm going to go first. Right. This is a good friend, Professor Von Expleno. Hello, Professor Von Expleno. Finally got a, a walk of shame for Dan. He said a leap <laughs> year is every four years. It's not if it's divisible by 100, yeah, and it's yeah, not yeah. not if it's divisible by, by 400. Far, 400,
0: yeah, I yes. know, I know, I know, yes. that's my, I that's know. My, I wish you'd said it then. Is it nice
1: to have the dollars in your it's head and you did It's called brevity, listeners. <laughs> there you go. So for those who don't know, yes, a leap year is every four years, but not if it's divisible by one hundred. So in this case, uh, nineteen hundred was uh, not a was not a leap year, but the year two thousand was a leap year because yep. it's not not if it's divisible by four hundred. So sixteen hundred would have been a leap year, but seventeen hundred was not. Yeah eighteen hundred was not, nineteen hundred was not, two thousand was. Twenty one hundred, we'll all be dead. We'll all be t- oh. Uh, well maybe you were this is one the me about the world. I'm a I'm a practicing immortal. But I get very frustrated when everyone roots up my planet because you guys will just bugger off.
0: But I'm stuck with your bloody messes. Well I'm just I'm a drop of dew in the grass. I'm a free spirit. Nature's first green is gold, its hardest
1: hue to hold. Its early leaves a flower, but only so an hour. And leaf subsides to leaf, as Eden sank to grief. Dawn goes down today, nothing gold can
0: stay. Quote the raven, "Nevermore." <laughs> stay gold, pony boy. Stay gold. Your turn. Go, go. Okay. In the latest episode of Why Wonders Why... at 9.20. Greg says that Jupiter is five light hours from the sun. And Catherine Ross said, yep, something like that. Yep. On average, it is, in fact, 778.57 million kilometres, which works out to be about 43 light minutes.
1: Ah, oh, damn it. Are Greg you, oh. might
0: be thinking about astronomical units AU yes. because Jupiter yes. is 5.2 AU from That's, Chad. Oh, no, you're
1: right. Yes, yes, thank you. That's a very good point. So thank oh, you very that- much
0: to Matt O for that one. Thank you, Matt. Oh, okay. oh such a dumbest... I a dumb thought, mistake. just if we're going to talk about Why Wonders Why for a moment, I thought that yep. I was the one keeping us grounded in this podcast. And I listened to that episode, and when you're in the room with another astronomer, holy cow, that was an energetic pairing. <laughs> well,
1: I'm going to blame the, the uh, Kat Ross because <laughs> she's a PhD student where I work. And when I first met her... I suddenly went because a lot of time you work with students and they're great and they're really good, but you've got to coach them. That's part of my job. And I met Kat Ross and she just got behind a telescope and she'd been doing this in Sydney University for a while. And I went, oh my god, I've met someone who is is like does everything I do, is just younger. I went, oh, that's such a great, she's such a find, such an amazing human being. Keep an eye out for her in the future. So yes, when, anytime we're in the room together, it's like oh, <laughs> it's it's the most fun on the planet. It's really really good. All right, mine is a bit of a long one. Michael Barnes, bless you, Michael Barnes. Michael Barnes, long-term listener of the show. Don't experiment. We love him to pieces. At 4.45, he didn't say which one. Damn it, Michael. Uh, In response to your observation with so many humans, we'd be just biting each other's faces off. Dan replied, like macaques. They don't have, like, huge social groups. They even put like in there. He's put your like in there. All right, all right. Yeah. So, which is a bit harsh, especially given the wide areas covered and 23 different species of macaques. I love Michael so much. In the 2003 David Attenborough TV series Life of Mammals, they refer to the intricate social hierarchy of a macaques, which is only needed if it is a larger social group. In Primate Adaption and Evolution, March 2013 by John Flegel, describes many species of the macaque social group as matriarchal around a dominant female. This does not seem to be reported across all species. Troops can vary in size, but in papers by Tease, Ritchie, Taylor, and Southwick in 1980, Population Patterns and Behavior Ecology of recent monkeys in nepal reports figures between 20 to 200 macaques 200 would seem a pretty big social group i mean i've been to smaller weddings birthdays and funerals than that but from dan's tone when he said this i expect he knew his claim would be challenged i'd be unsurprised if he had some well-researched peer-reviewed study to back up his claim or that 200 is not a huge social group over to you dan
0: okay okay you remember before where i made a joke about pangolins Yes. And even though I knew that it was almost definitely bats. Yep. Okay. Well, I did that because pangolin is a funnier word than bat. Right. So macaque is a funnier word than, like, death chimp. Yes. Actually, okay. death chimp's pretty good. That's
1: that's pretty funny. That's
0: pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ma- oh, I should have gone mandrel.
1: Oh, mandrels. Yeah, mandrels are spooky too. Yeah, like mandrels.
0: baboons.
1: Like, baboons. They'll rip your face of off. It. So I was thinking yeah, oh, yeah,
0: baboon, yeah. and I'm like, what's a funnier word than baboon? Macaque. Uh, so I'm so, so my my comedy brain stepped in, very good. Uh, which is a shame because it means I have to go for a walk. Yep, you have to go for a walk. Very good. But thank you, Michael. Thank you for doing all that research.
1: That's a lot of you. <laughs> you, yeah. watch, you watch videos, read papers, and a book. That's more than Dan does for most of the podcast.
0: You hard, don't you? Oh,
1: <laughs> Dan's gonna walk ashamed of me if I keep going.
0: Your turn. Oh okay. yeah, Michael Barnes. <laughs> same episode of Why Wonders Why. <laughs> yes. When I'm not there, you let your guard down. I do. There's a I lot do. of mistakes came through there. No, okay. Greg says the Crab Nebulae 1066, which is a bit late no, since it was no, observed by Chinese astronomers in 1054. Yeah. I think 1054. he was confused this with yeah. the appearance of Halley's Comet in 1066. Yes. A hypothesis which is supported by Greg commenting at 3059. Well, Halley's Comet came and we lost the Battle of Hastings
1: yeah i did I, I i look i'll take the walk but you're absolutely right it's 10:54 for the crab nebula explosion the star that exploded yes uh th- but i'll accept that that's fair enough i did i think i went and looked it up afterwards and i was definitely wrong so thank you for picking up on that from michael barnes yeah in the podcast this is gonna be an interesting one in the podcast who's raven on oh jesus this is amazing, listeners. Not only are our listeners finding our mistakes in this podcast or the spin off podcast, While Wonders Why, they also follow us to other podcasts that we do, which are not necessarily scientific podcasts. This is the amazing podcast with Stuart Late and Natalie Bohensky that used to be about Game of Thrones, Raven On. Then it became about Doctor Who, Who's Raven On. And now it's about. Who, who, who
0: knows? It's they, fun to think, listen they, to them anyway. They're,
1: they're hilarious. They're, they're, they're both great Natalie Bohensky is the only person who has to apologize for the last sentence she just said. No matter what the sentence was, she says, "Here is a sentence I'm sorry about that sentence." And you're like, "No, what? stop it." You She's like to. the Auntie Dan. It's a am- <laughs> Anyway, yeah, it's 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 a great it's a great fun podcast to listen to, two friends chatting and yeah, being really honest actually, it's, it's it's quite lovely to listen to. Anyway, so Dan said about using hand sanitizer about the coronavirus <laughs> this is very old information now uh, look i'll just say it it's not going to help against coronavirus it's not going to kill all the virus so well leaving aside that viruses are alive question uh, and whether they can be killed uh, hand sanitizer is really good at killing the coronavirus because soap takes away the well dan i'm torn about this one because this was sent to me but then you walked yourself. You yeah. Found information. I've already because, walked this. Yes. You tweeted, you tweeted this yourself and had this big conversation. So I won't just read this out. Can you just please tell us why soap and water is really good for killing the coronavirus and why hand sanitizer is really good? What, what's it doing?
0: I don't know why hand sanitizer is really good for killing it, but I know why soap is. Okay, go. Because a yes. virus, it's like this little bundle of RNA strains and then it steals your fat. The mm. fat that you worked hard for. It steals your <laughs> fat and makes a little shell around it. A, a it's shell enveloped. of fat. Yeah. It's enveloped by fat. Yeah. Now, when your soap comes along, it you know how oil sits by itself and water sits by itself and they don't mix together? That's because water is a polar molecule and Oil is a non polar molecule, but soap is like both. So it grabs onto both and it mixes them together. It has a, and- it has a
1: hydrophilic end, a part that loves water, and a hydrophobic end, the part
0: that hates water. Yeah.
1: So the hydrophobic end shoves itself into the enveloping fat, and the hydrophilic
0: goes into the water and, and it suddenly rips the, yeah. the thing off, the, off yeah. the virus, and it's just got all this RNA all over yeah. the place, exploding it- out like fireworks, this RNA creating fireworks. <laughs> it's rna that's a very that's a very joke specific joke for brisbane, brisbane listeners yeah yeah
1: yeah and especially just getting diseases it's working quite well for you yeah uh look, that's your yeah, rna is the the royal national no i don't know what it stands for but it's it's the show it's the ECA.
0: the exhibition it's a, exhibition. it's like a fun fair that comes to the town every year yes. where everyone gets to share all their diseases wonder yeah, how that's going to go this year not well not well not. Not well. Or,
1: or very well, depending if you're a disease or not. Anyway, the point of this is Dan did walk this. The other thing is soap and water also does another cool thing, which is it causes your hands become slippery dips and, yep. and the and the viruses go ah! and they just slip off. So even if they're there and they haven't been
0: exploded, they, they get pushed away. So you want to wash your hands. The so washing your hands with soap is, and water oh. is the best thing to do, and that's a fact. It's a disinfectant? No, it's a surfactant. It's, that's surfactant. It's surfactant. It's a surfactant. <laughs> and an, emulsa, mulsa, an emulsifier. Oh, I see. Right. It's right, a surfactant and an emulsifier. And it's the alcohol Shh, if you have alcohol. Just a hand. wait for the laugh to finish. <laughs>
1: the uh, and alcohol also tears them apart as well so it's 60 to 70 percent alcohol is also very useful for killing the stuff as well yeah but not all viruses no 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 These there are viruses. enveloped viruses yeah, yeah enveloped viruses or other sorts as well once again look up the world health organization for all real information don't take it from us thank you but wash your bloody hands stop touching your face i have watched i know that i've touched my face six times already in this podcast and i've watched you do it three times I'm in my home. No, that's fine. No, 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 I'm no, no. My I'm just home. saying it's bloody this is hard. Where I... I touch my face, Dan. I love touching my face. I don't like other people touching me. I want to only touch myself. It's when, I'm, when I think of everyone, I touch myself on the face. I am such a face toucher. I know everyone's gone, oh, my God, it's really hard. You have no I, – mm, I touch my face all the time, constantly. I'm always, like, tapping my nose, pulling my ear, putting my finger. On my, I, just, I just do it all the
0: bloody time. I can't. Mm. No, I, generally, if I'm, I'm, mm. if I'm outside the house, I'm pretty stoic about that stuff. It's oh. at the forefront of my brain most of my life.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't even. I'm just. Mm.
0: Can't in even. It. Al Batson <laughs> writes in. He can. He can. I can't even, but Al can. Go, now, Al. In. Wow. Well, wonders why. Hey! 160.5. Wow, so many mistakes. Greg refers to Beetlejuice becoming a supernovae.
1: Oh buddy hell. All right. All you right. don't Fair- y-
0: you can't have a supernovae. You can have yes. some supernovae. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, they like to be called supernovapods. <laughs> so you have to and he's he sent in another one. Screw you out. Where you call it a supernovae again. Oh, it was just like it. five minutes later. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough.
1: This this is one for Dan from Dan, not from um, not from our Dan, but a, another Dan, long long time listener. Uh, in episode one sixty,
0: uh, no, is it Dan in Japan? Uh,
1: it just it was just Dan.
0: Mm, all right.
1: I don't think it's Dan in Japan. Are you Dan in Japan, Dan, or you just didn't Dan? I don't know. In one Dan in Japan is longer in Japan. No, no, he went somewhere else. That was a long time ago. In episode one sixty, your reverse psychology worked on me. Thank you. Hey. During the Patreon section... No, Dan... it didn't. Wait, no, sorry, am I extending that too far? That's... Not, now now we're, now we're not not doing it. Oh, God. During the pa- uh, Patreon section, Dan claimed, in response to a listener's surname of Ewer, that a person who castrates a male lamb would be a Ewer by creating a ew. Male lambs with their plums are called rams or tups, depending on where in the world you live. A gilded male lamb is a weather. A female sheep is a Ewe. So if a ewer is turning a ram lamb into a ewe, they would have to do a much far more complex procedure, (laughs) essentially creating a transgender sheep. (laughs) There you go. Thank you, Dan, if you are from Japan or not, uh, wherever you're from. Thank you. That was a lovely one.
0: Thank you for that. Very droll. Very droll. If you hear Greg make a mistake, oh, please done. do oh email, God, email <laughs> Dan at smartenough.org
1: And lovely listeners, thank you very much for sending him in. And uh, yes, when Dan all seven mistake, of them, <laughs> yes, please. Wow, it's actually quite impressive. Please send all Dan's mistakes to Greg at smartenough.org They're a lot of fun, and they let us all learn. But the, yes, the big ones is the big one thing was is, is, is you know just wash your hands <laughs> and don't assume a sheep's gender.
0: You have been listening to Dan <laughs> at smartenough.org. and that other voice that human being sometimes don't calls dilly dally. Greg don't know this dilly dallying whimsy. <laughs> we have two hours into recording here. <laughs> I have to edit this tomorrow. A
1: lot of this is me yelling about the state of the world and screaming angrily.
0: Be kind, or I'll punch you. So you know that's fine. That's content, baby. That's content. <laughs> Uh, you can do all the – hit all the buttons on the Smart Enough website, smartenough.org. Yeah. Can I send – I'm going to do a shout-out
1: for one of our listeners, someone who goes above and beyond, and she hasn't asked to do this, by the way, Alana, one of the listeners of the podcast and been a long-time listener. We've met Alana. She's come to see shows of oh, ours. So
0: she didn't pay for this. She's no, only she at not- the five, $5 tier. No, no, no.
1: She's not the but, – but she's a bit like, – but she – every time <laughs> – Someone says, hey, uh, I yeah, want to find a podcast to listen to. Alana goes, hey, if you like science, comedy, and ignorance of funny people, have a listen to this one. And it's not me telling her to do it or you telling her to do it. She's doing it on her own back. She's promoting a podcast. So thank you, Alana. That's really, really kind of you, and I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, there I see Alana doing it, and I see a couple of other people who jump on as well. I think Steve Stewart yes, jumps yes. in a bit too. That's, yeah, yeah. So we appreciate that. So thank you. You don't have to do it. But it's really kind that
1: it's not like us promoting, because I, I try not to push the podcast too much beyond promoting the podcast.
0: I so, yell yeah. it to the skies. It's true. Yes. I, I just touched my face twice. Oh, I haven't done it for a while. No, you, yeah, you've been good. You've been good. I've got a young foreign boy under the table who I just touched them on the face just to get it out of my system. I proceed with the podcast. <laughs> okay. So some people have been supporting us. You can do it all sorts of ways. You can buy T-shirts. I've just been selling T-shirts yeah, like crazy this you. week. Thank you. Um, can, I, can I just suggest if you are buying a T-shirt, hey, buy T-shirts. That's
1: great. But if you want to support the podcast, just promote it, I guess. But if you want to send money, there's the also the PayPal, the tip jar. I'm yep. not against T-shirts. If you want a T-shirt, oh. man, go for your life. Or,
0: fine. Have a T-shirt. but. The, the, the tip jar is really cool. Someone put money into our tip jar recently. Oh, my God. They, but, like, not just a little bit of money. Like, they put, like, 75 bucks in. What? That's, like, real money now. That's oh, not the cutting. tip. That's the whole penis. Uh, Ernst DeVries, 75 bucks a
1: Australian. My goodness. Thank you very much, Ernst. That's very kind of you. That's yeah. that's crazy kind of you, in
0: fact. that's Yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Uh, so thanks for that. We also got to thank all the people who give us five bucks a month. Yes, yes. Alana, that's one of them. Okay, Okay, so thank you very much to Gary Heather, Andrew Whitehurst, A.V. Greenbury, Matthew Toy, Andrew Potts, Steve E., Morton O'Hare, Phil Holland, Alana Mitchell, Elizabeth Yunkin, Matt Ewers, Michael Barnes, Andrew Trousdale, and Lindsay Jenkinson. Thank you very much. You people are wonderful. They are at the
1: $5 limit of our – basically, if you're at the $5 level, you get name read out. And we'll talk about you occasionally. And honestly, if you – look, we listen to all our listeners. We love all our listeners. and We get information from them all the time. But if you are a Patreon member, we have a habit of, you know, loving you more and listening to you more. Just saying. We are auditory prostitutes.
0: Up for an job job <laughs> okay, yeah. Some people are paying us 15 bucks. Ah, here we go. Okay, and they get abused by me. (laughs) Now, Al Batson and Eric Wilson said that I don't have to abuse them. They are Uh sparkling clean. Excellent. But this month's abuse is (laughs) soap-related. Good, 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 good. I'm glad. Okay. Dustin Fallon, you only increase surface tension. Okay. Very good i like the oh, fact
1: yeah. it feels scientifically accurate as well I, I, yeah
0: nice oh it's all scientifically accurate really <laughs> yeah I, i've come up with some great ones which were not scientifically accurate and i'm like oh well, i can't i have to throw it out you don't really walk ashamed of your insults no oh lord
1: no because
0: <laughs> that's in the end that your podcast is falling down its own anus at that point oh my god <laughs> it's just this infinite loop Okay, oh, No Kita wants to be in an infinite loop
1: with what comes out or goes into their anus.
0: It's like it's like it's that human centipede film all over oh, again. Oh, oh no! Okay, um. Mickle Kita. In direct contrast to Mikel, some soaps are more effective because they are abrasive. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. Scott Driscoll to bastardize Macbeth, out damned Scott! <laughs> these are all soap-related. Just a reminder: yes. these are all soap-related. Yeah, Shakespeare slash soap-related insult.
1: Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Okay. that's that's a link you're never going to see. By the way, out oh. out damned Scott! Which S- is what the I think what the English are doing with Brexit. <laughs> Sorry we're not a political podcast anyway remember when brexit used to be a thing we talked about remember climate change remember that that used to be a thing that really scared people a lot yeah remember those good old days it's still there by the way it's still happening oh yeah oh yeah not quite as fast actually <laughs> yeah Well, we'll talk about that i think in the future we might bring that up but not not quite yet we'll, we'll wait for more data on that one
0: oh, but what if this is all over by that next podcast no. greg oh god what if this isn't an ongoing problem for many, many, many months? Oh, I see what you mean. I think you think we we're going to die. Steve Stewart, <laughs> you're not neighbours. You're not even Sylvania Waters. I may have confused types of soap there.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. That's And, and, and they're not Australian or... A million years old. They're not going to know what any of that means.
0: I think I think Steve's all over that one. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, good. yeah. No, for anyone else, it was a like soap. I did give it. Show. I didn't give it to Tom Siri because no, no. he's in Ireland. Is, he wouldn't have a
1: clue. No, is but but is Savanna Award is a soap or is it a reality TV show?
0: Oh, it's sort of this weird mid mid spot. Isn't yeah.
1: It? Okay. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Mm. No, uh, no, it's good. Walker Shine. Yeah, but yeah, I think straight Walker up the shit. ass. Okay. And finally, Tom Siri, Tom Siri, you make me want to stop singing "Happy Birthday." <laughs> Thank you to all of our patrons, <laughs> all of you from very, very small givers to very big givers. You're Yum. all beloved by us. We love it. We're very Absolutely. pleased.
1: We're, we look, we're we're, we're honoured. It's it's actually an honour, and we appreciate the honour. Thank yeah.
0: you. I yeah. I mean it requires a lot of work from our point of view but still an honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't make our donors
1: feel bad. Hey, before you go dear listeners, I have something to request. This is pandemic going on. We've mentioned it a few times in the podcast. You may have heard about it a few times. And None I would- what? What's this? <laughs> I mean, It's pandemics it's around the world and I think as the smarter the better community the, I want to know what's going on in your lives so for the next Wild Wonders Why which will be as soon as we can get it out basically I want to get snapshots from our listeners all around the world on what you're going through what your fears are what your hopes are what you're doing to, to get through all this so can you please record me a memo on your phone however you want to record it and just it doesn't have to be long 30 seconds to a minute as long as or 10 hours I don't care talk as long as you like. Just saying who you are, where you're from, and what your world is, what's happening in your world. What do you want to share with the rest of our listeners? Send it to me at greg at enough.org or get in contact with us through Twitter at, at SETKB or on Facebook, and send it through there, maybe. And I'd, I'd like to talk to you. If you don't live in Australia, I mean, I want to hear it from everyone, absolutely everyone, but if you don't live in Australia, I'd like to interview you, if possible, for Wow Wonders Why. So you don't have to be famous, you don't have to be sexy and clever though all of you are i don't care what you do for a living or what you don't do for a living i just want to talk to you about your experience right now that's very important to me so please get in contact if you'd like to have a quick five minute conversation through skype uh, in the future very soon in the future as soon as possible basically that's it get in contact with me record a voice memo and we'll talk about it in the next why wonders why and as we always like to say wash your damn hands just wash your hands just wash stop listening just
0: put it... just, just wash your hands oh and buy guns
1: <laughs> oh i'm finding it funny we I mean, should just be nice to everyone but yeah it's it's it is kind of thank you supermarket people And you're like i guess so i just
0: oh no that's that looks like a that's, that seems like an awful job Working all night, filling those shelves up. Sure, it's not, doesn't require a lot of skill. No. But it probably requires some skill.
1: Probably, oh, well, yes. I bet I'd f
0: it up first time. (laughs) I'd make a goddamn mess of it. (laughs) I can't even find stuff in the shelves, let alone put it, figure out where to put it when it's not already there. Imagine a big empty shelf, and all you've got, and you've got a big pile of stuff, and you're like, well, where does this go? And usually you're like, I'll just put it behind the stuff that's already there and the shelf's empty. You're like, well, I guess I'm just deciding where this goes now. And that's how you get the minced garlic in with all the herbs. Despite the fact it's not a herb, stick it next to the fresh garlic. Jesus! I am so
1: excited now. I know people sort of say, don't use the self-checkout machines because they're taking someone's job. I like shopping and not dealing with humans. So I go and shop and I take it for years. I've just used the
0: self-checkout. I went, hooray! And now I'm like, it's even better. <laughs> you know what? It's going to be a great future when no one has to do that shitty job. Yes, yeah. And, the, and everyone gets to like pursue more interesting uses of their time.
1: I'm hoping that's where it goes. But what people are worried about, and I think it rightly so, is if you take away the unskilled, low paying jobs, what are you going to replace it with? What other low-skilled, un- unpaid jobs? No, are you no, replace? no,
0: no, no! You give them universal basic oh, income and oh, yes, free training, yes, and they learn yes. how to do awesome things, and they create amazing yes. things.
1: They yeah, yeah, create yeah. art, I and agree. they create
0: science, and they discover make amazing discoveries, and they, they yeah. learn how to make a kite that looks like a giant dragon or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I that's agree. Wasting it's, their times doing a thing a machine could do. Yeah. This, that's a utopia. That's yeah, dumb,
1: no. Dumb. I know. I know. I know, I know. And I'm all for, I mean, I'm all for UBI. I'm always God in
0: dammit, UBI. 3.5% of these people really deserve to die. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think we're back now. Yeah, yeah I think Thank we're back goodness now. goodness we've got a state-of-the-art NBN network <laughs> enduring <laughs> this dangerous... Yeah. I'm uh, bursting in guillotines. Be kind. Be kind. Time to eat the rich in the future. Guillotine is a quick death. That's the <laughs> kindest death there is. <laughs> all right. All right. Steady on there, cowboy. I asked my granddad. He's like 96 now. Mm. I said, what's the biggest thing that's happened to you in your entire life? Mm. Like, he started out and there were people who, were, who would light the lamps with a stick. Yeah. And he said, oh, definitely the internet. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, it yeah. came out like a couple of years ago. He's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing.
1: Stop being an anus, everyone. Just stop it. I'm talking to myself
0: here, too. Anuses are useful. Yes. I use mine once a day. Seven or eight at the moment. But that's just the panic squirts. I thought you meant you used seven or eight. I didn't realise you meant your anus. My brain was going to all sorts of weird places. Lots (laughs) of other anuses. Like, oh,
1: Dan's a popular guy. I'm a penta
0: anus (laughs) That was odd. We should have pandemics for every podcast. (laughs) Good times